Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh Chavda by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I would like for you to turn to the book of Daniel, chapter 10. And I want to start by sharing. Uh, I was, as a pastor, sometimes I can't, I'm not released to to tell names or specific details, but I was um, agreeing with someone who needed a major answer and breakthrough for the situation. It was a good situation. We were praying for breakthrough. But weeks passed and no answer, no answer, no answer. And we said, maybe it won't come. Maybe the answer is no. And last week, the answer came and it was gloriously more positive than I ever thought more positive than that person thought. And it was just the brilliance of the Lord, how he arranged it. And so uh, it really, I was thinking about certain things that have been happening that we have had to, because of the limitations, by the, especially this COVID thing for the last year and a half. There were certain prayers and blessings we have and things were delayed. And... Uh, but I am claiming for the breakthrough. And God just encouraged me tremendously this week saying, don't give up. Keep praying. Keep believing. And don't think the answer is no. Because God is on his way. So in Daniel chapter 10, verse 2 onwards, there is a particular event that's glorious. I love the life of Daniel, the prophet. These amazing men who was among the Hebrew children in a sense, they call them, but taken captive by a foreign empire, enslaved, and yet out of that he found being faithful to God, that the Lord came through not only for himself, but on behalf of his people, that he was a prophet, and he prayed and interceded. So in that context, in Daniel chapter 10, uh, it says, verse 2, in those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. Three full weeks. Now, the word mourning in that context of the Old Testament may mean fasting. David says in uh, Psalms, I, I mourn with fasting. So the way they, oh, I humble myself, sorry, with fasting. So it was a way of humbling yourself before God and seeking his face. And sometimes we do regular prayer, but sometimes 
on occasion, and we have done this in the fellowship, so it's not a new thing for us. But we regularly humble ourselves, especially at certain times. This year, we began with a 40-day fast, and we didn't put that on everybody, but whoever was led to. But we went for 40 days with corporate prayer and fasting. And, by the way, I, I want to give you a fair warning that, or good news, that in September, as we start, um, sometime the first few days of September, we'll start a 40-day fast also for specifically praying for our elections, who we are going to elect, and it's going to be a crucial crucial vote for the Senate and the House. But here is a model. Daniel is a model for us. And the title of my word here tonight, this morning, is Overcoming the Spirit of Delay. That there are times in your life or in your loved one's life, especially if you have sons and daughters, uh, how many of you have prayed for your son or your daughter to get a pro certain job or certain promotion or a certain entrance to a university? Have a wave your hand up there. Say, we, we really know, have experienced this. That, and then sometimes your heart, you love your children or grandchildren so much that you would do anything for them. And it's more important for them to get the breakthrough than even yourself because they are so precious to you. So here, Daniel is fasting for his people and he humbled himself and it says, I ate no pleasant food, no meat or wine came into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all, till, at all, till three whole weeks were fulfilled. How many, how long was it then? three whole weeks or 21 days that he was and he said, I am fasting. I'm going to call it a Daniel fast. No, he didn't say it that way. But we have recognized this as a Daniel fast. And in my book, The Hidden Power of Prayer and Fasting, which quite to my surprise became a major bestseller and has been translated in 40 languages and has done really well. I'm very humbled by that. But for 18 years, I had did two 40-day fasts and four 21-day fasts. I mean, the Lord just gave me this grace to do it. And uh, then there was a certain time, after 22 years, he said, you don't have to do this anymore. But I was not released even to write about it or teach about it for 18 years uh, until it became part of me and I could impart it to others. And one of the apostolic principles I'll teach about is if you live it, you can give it. So we, I had lived it for nearly 22 years of doing that. But one of the fasts is a Daniel fast. There's a total fast. I mean, that the Esther, the Queen of Esther, helped lead, again, the children of Israel 
for their very existence that to pray. So there are certain times you are praying, uh, hopefully together with others, sometimes alone for your own family situation or your own business or career. Um, strength, I will tell you, I don't know how, whether I've shared this maybe before, but one of the strange things the Word gave me was uh, that was eventually the Lord intended for me to be married. I didn't know. I was a young pastor. This was two years before I even met Bonnie. Uh, the Lord said, fast for your wife. And I said, hello, Lord, you know I'm not married. I've not even met the girl. He said, fast for your wife. For him, it's, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he knew who I was going to marry. I had no idea. But at that time, later I compared notes with Bonnie, and she was going through a tremendous pain and hurt in her life because her mom and dad, she had not kept a secret. So, but her mom and dad were getting a divorce, and it, it hurt her tremendously. Um, but it was, I was supposed to fast for her. And I did for a few days. Later years, you know, a couple of years later, I met this young lady. and She was amazing, anointed. And I'm grateful I married her. Was smart enough to lay hold of the grace. Um, but there are times where when the Lord wants you to have a breakthrough, you can you pray about it. But sometimes you add to the intensity of your prayer request by doing a fast. And Daniel is one of the easiest way of doing it because you don't, in a practical terms, for 21 days, he did not eat meat. He ate beans, lentils, the kind of food they used to have, but no meat or no dessert. Uh, but you are doing that un as unto the Lord. When our first son was born, he had nearly, uh, basically a terminal kidney disease. And he was in the hospital and he was dying. And the Lord put Bonnie and I both, we fasted for 40 days for the Lord's healing and deliverance and prayer. The Lord answered our prayers in an amazing way and gave a miracle of the golden glory. I've shared it before. The glory showed up where the nurse came to the waiting room where we were praying and said she was crying because she was around. I thought she was upset for us because maybe our baby had died. But, and she was crying and she just said, you come, come see. And there was a golden light swirling around our son and God supernaturally healed him and turned it around. It was an amazing thing. So there are times where I'm just saying, give me an example, but when I'm not putting that on you, you've got to do this, but sometimes you pray. Sometimes you agree with your husband or other prayer partners. Let's pray with me for this. Uh, pray for the, There are a lot of young people right now 
who have been really abused the spirit of addiction and drugs, we find there are multiple thousands of young people each year in the United States that die of because they have taken an overdose of fentanyl. They need deliverance from this addiction. So we can agree for some of these issues. And if you have, you're facing, by the way, if you're listening to this message and you have a concern about your family, let us know. Drop a, drop a card or a, a note or let send a message to our ministry. And as we, from time to time, do our corporate fasting, we will lift up and agree with you in prayer. So here now, we'll follow up, look at the, the verse on this subject. Daniel chapter 10, verse 2 and 3. He went on a 21-day fast. Now here is the answer. It's in verse 10. Suddenly a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking the word to me, I stood trembling. Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you have set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. See, so your prayer is heard when you start praying. Your, the Lord has heard it even on the first day. But hear the rest of it then. And I have come because of your words. There's an angel of the Lord. But the prince of the kingdom, or in other translations, the prince of the power of the air over Persia, withstood me. So he did battle and delayed him for 21 days. And behold, Michael, that's Michael the archangel, <laughs> one of the biggest mighty angels, the most powerful angel of the Lord, one of the chief princes came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision refers to many days yet to come. So the answer, the angel of the Lord brought the answer and said, assured Daniel, hey, this delay was because the prince of the power of the air over Persia fought me and fought the, the answer was coming forth, God sent it, but the agents that was bringing the message from the Lord was held up 21 days. So there are times, sometimes the Lord himself has delayed it to because he's letting certain other things mature and be brought together for your divine answer. But sometimes it is because what Ephesians 6.12 says, that we wrestle not against principalities, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So there are demonic powers that sometimes 
will do battle and prevent the answers coming forth. At that time, in that situation, if you find yourself or a group of people who are agreeing, and in the last year and a half, we have done many times, we have agreed together for the healing of individual certain things. I got a text from England yesterday for a major healing for a situation which I'm aware of, but we are contacted often. And so I am grateful that part of the truth that we live by and have lived together is we are more than 26 years we have stood together watching and praying. And it is part of our steel in our backbone. We have done this not just, oh, well, we met once a year uh, and did prayer. No, we have been weekly watching and praying and then letting people, lear learning from these and writing and sending our books and uh, this message across the earth. And there are many pastors, I mean hundreds of watches around the world that have been multiplied because of this congregation and this ministry. So I want to commend you, I want to commend the worship team, commend the faithful intercessors that have, it's a part of your body. It's part of your impartation. No one can take that away from you. But it's an important truth. And we need to stay in that authority because Daniel is one of the examples. There are others. Um, I may refer to them later. It says in Paul, but for example, in First Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 17 and 18, Paul the apostle who was I mean, he had the firepower of an apostle. That's big firepower. And yet, he was blocked. That even Paul, the apostle, was blocked and hindered uh, when he was wanting to bring an answer, be able to go. He was hindered. By what? By principalities, by powers, by demonic spirits. So, well, what, the reason I'm sharing this is and we understand and not get discouraged. We stand together. If you need, we will be agreeing with you, especially at the watch. You can let us know if there are specific requests and we'll stand with you. Uh, there will be, from time to time, you may have a roadblock in your pathway to slow you down and realize that God's plan for us and for you is to bless you. But the enemy puts hindrances. Sometimes, by the way, even confusion I found during this time of COVID that there were, it was almost supernatural evil spirit that Pete would try to confuse people as where they were going what they were to do, or to discourage them, spirit did. And sometimes it was a demonic spirit 
of depression. And we, the answer is there, collective prayer. And on occasion, fasting. Sometimes we do corporate fasting. Sometimes it may be individually. And we have realized this, that we may be battling a powerful evil spirit. And we have to take authority. I don't know how many of you remember, um, but 15 years ago, so we had a, so almost like a s small plague uh, hit, and you don't hear it as often anymore. But there was a real plague of anorexia, and it hit a lot of young women. And I had to literally, pr I remember we did prayers here, and the beautiful, smart young ladies, but they would not eat. And their parents would say, we are so concerned. And literally, they would starve themselves. And I would see before me a skeleton. And yet, when they looked in the mirror, that demonic spirit would whisper in their ear, they were so fat. And they would literally say, I am fat. I am so fat. And I would say, look at yourself in the mirror. And when they would look in the mirror, that evil spirit would whisper, you are fat. You are fat. And that thing had to go. You had to take authority over it with prayer and certain times with fasting. And that's why, as a discipline, we have been doing this. You can read my book, The Hidden Power of Prayer and Fasting, is considered a classic. And in many denominations, the pastors have gotten, uh, you know, written testimonies from pastors from every denomination, uh, Church of Christ, Baptists, all of that. That, that book helped so much. Uh, and uh, even in answer, the Lord sends an angel of the Lord, says, the Lord heard you on the first day, but the battle raged 21 days and the, the angel was detained. So just because there is a de detaining of the answer does not mean God is not saying, yes, we have to break through, be patient, and bind and command that spirit of delay to bow to Jesus' name. Um, the, and in this, as we pray for and overcome, uh, like I said before, almost, I mean, <laughs> physically in the, in the mind, you can, you got to stomp your feet and take authority and not get bullied in the spirit. And say, I, I feel so bad. That spirit, I'm so discouraged. If you feel that way, be with us. Be in worship. Worship is one of the biggest tools that help you overcome the spirit of delay where it's trying to oppress you or your family. You start worshiping and praising God. Praise is one of the great weapons. As I said, the fasting, the promises in the Word of God, you proclaim those 
with authority, not, not the spirit of namby-pamby. Lord, if it be thy will, most of the time it's not your will, but if you will, no, don't. That's not how the Word of God has taught you. You stand in authority. And uh, it says in John 10, 10, the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give life, and that abundant life. So, uh, blessed life. A wonderful life, full of promise. A powerful life. That's what Jesus came to give you. But the enemy has come, and he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So the enemy does what? Steal, kill, destroy. That's, that's the Lord himself telling us this is the truth. And often we may not see it. So here you are being discipled, and we are living together the truth. We're going to go to Lord and worship. We do it every Sunday, every Friday night. We do it for hours. And there is a steel that God builds in you to be able to withstand and get the victory. Uh, it says, 1 Peter chapter 5, the God of all grace restore you, make you strong, firm, and steadfast. So the God has promised restoration. He was going to restore us. In all these things, Romans says in Romans 8, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Say, I am more than a conqueror. So, tell your neighbor, no namby-pamby. If I can say it that way. But no wishy-washy. Uh, okay. You're believing, you're going to believe strongly. And that's not being prideful. It's being aware of the Word of God, the promise of God, and taking hold of it. And it's part of your job that you stand in this gap for your children or your grandchildren. And sometimes they may face opposition physically, mentally, emotionally. And we don't take what the enemy has done as for an, the God's answer. No, sir, we're going to stand on the promises of God and get them. So this is not the time, once again, I would say, don't sit back. Don't get in a corner where you are drained and depressed. God's Word, even today, is encouraging you and encouraging us. Rise up and get prepared for battle. And part of the strategy is so all of us can go on Short fasts. You could, if I told you, this coming week, 
eat beans and salad and uh, take a burrito and put vegetables in it or whatever. But can you do it for a day? For breakfast? Even if you did breakfast and lunch, it would be considered by the Lord a fast. So can you do a one-day fast? There are times you may want to just for the breakthrough. Uh, it'll help. Uh, one day, we find that these are, these are all scriptural. The Esther fast was a three-day fast. The Daniel fast was a 21-day fast. So part of your steady prayer life is combining on occasion fasting and prayer. There are a lot of stuff we find even from the government, I'm afraid, regrettably, I used to think we would get most of the time, we would get truth. But no, there are times where all kinds of things coming out that would want to confuse us or scare us. And uh, God is not giving us a spirit of weakness or confusion. He's giving us power and love and a sound mind. So the second thing is we want to, by part of the study, is having a consistent prayer life. If there are, you can get up. I used to have to drive certain times. I would have to drive certain distances. And it might be an hour, hour and a half, especially when I was learning some of the principles. When I was in Texas, the roads were very good, but I would have to go an hour, hour and a half to certain days. And I would take that time to pray in tongues. And I learned it, it was a great time to be alone and pray in the Spirit. So let's attempt to build a consistent prayer life. Begin, even if it's 10 minutes, pray in tongues. But eventually you'll live. There were times where the Lord will give you strength to pray in tongues for an hour. You may not know what you are praying, but God knows, and He will help you pray. Um, the Lord tells us one of the first things when the the father comes with uh, a child that's having um, consistent seizures. The disciples ask at that time, you know, Jesus cast that thing out. And they ask, why could we do it? And Jesus basically ends up saying, however, this kind does not come out except through prayer and fasting. So I remember in many years, Milwaukee, that's in Wisconsin, isn't it? Wisconsin, yeah. That, I think it was in the city of Wisconsin. I mean, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That uh, a Hispanic father brought me exactly almost the same kind of case that Jesus dealt with. with this was a five-year-old boy that had almost all his life had consistent seizures. And he said, it, they have not stopped. Every few minutes, he will have a seizure. And I was wondering because I had worked around uh, children severely autistic that would have this at 
activity. And sometimes that evil thing could torment them till it, it's not satisfied until it kills the child. So for that to survive him, the little boy, so I said, let me hold him. And as I prayed, this breath came out of him that smelled of rotten eggs, burning sulfur. I mean, it covered the whole hall. And it then went out. But he was inst delivered instantly in that night. I remember very clearly he, that seizure activity stopped. But it was, we had to identify. It was a de demonic oppression. You had had pills all your life. And, but there are certain things I just want you to know. That doctors do their best to help. But the answer, like Jesus himself said, this kind does not go out except through prayer. So most things will give in to prayer. But some, we may have to do some fasting. But realize that's why this church is undergirded by usually two 40-day fasts, one 21-day, one 40-day. So that's part of our consistent lifestyle. That this prayers we pray is undergirded with a big amount, large amount of corporate fasting. And it's important. The thing, uh, the third thing I would, and it's, by, I mean, it's obvious, but yet it's not our virtue that we are signaling. When you're, you are praying, we, are, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There is no one has had greater authority. If there was someone, let me know. Because there is no one else in history, no one in civilized history, no one in any, uh, any scripture, any Bible, verse, anything that's higher than the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee bows, every tongue confesses. Jesus is Lord. And God Part of his job description is to break delays. And you find that, that at least it took 21 days, but Daniel got the answer. He got the breakthrough. Uh, the other thing that helps is a lifestyle of, and I commend all of you for the wonderful way in which you sow seed and you do give your tithes and offerings. But that's I would put for people out there all over. Learn to be a giver. Learn consistent tithing offerings. As we do so, that builds strength through your prayers. The Lord is watching. And he will use you as an agent of restoration and blessing. So be a giver. And remember... Jehoshaphat, sometimes we'll have to study it in detail. It's one of the Second Chronicles 20. But he stands before the Lord, reminds the Lord about his promises in the past and says, Lord, you promised you would do this. Lord, your word. So part of our description, a humble prayer would be, Lord, in your word, you have said this would happen. Lord, you said if we would pray, 
and we have added fasting and your word promises, we would get breakthrough. Or just remind them, Lord, you said you would restore and give us years of restoration. Yet you would restore the years the canker worm, the palmer worm, the locust has eaten. You are a God of restoration. Remind God of his promises. That's part of the strategy of getting the breakthrough and breaking the spirit of delay. It says in Hebrews 10, 32, He who promised is faithful. So God keeps his promises. He who promised. Say, he who promised is faithful. So God keeps his word. Amazing. Wonderful. Ephesians 6, 12 is the word I referred. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. So, if you have been delayed, and see, delay, part of the thing is, it'll stop you from going on to the next date. So that's why we want to agree together where there has been a delay. The Lord may be arranging something and a major answer. This week, uh, I saw for this situation, it was a beautiful, wonderful, plus, plus answer. It, it took some time. But in the meantime, don't get discouraged. And don't take, don't say, well, it was a no and I'll go on. No. We learn from some of the symptoms you'd see, this has been a blockage. And we overcome through the blood, through the word of God. And... Uh, Sometimes, by the way, sometimes it may be a generational curse. So we, we need to recognize. Often I will recognize that uh, this thing is coming. Spirit of addiction, for example, sometimes it is, it is generational. You will find that this person has a major drug uh, addiction. But you look back and the grandfather and the father were alcoholics. And it's been passed on down. So realize, the Deut chapter, if you read Deuteronomy chapter 28, will give you a clue as to how these curses can come through the bloodline. And, but praise God, your authority is there to break generational, I call them shadows. Because uh, they may manifest. Don't be afraid if there's nothing that does. Thank God. And often when you, one of the keys, by the way, that I've found over the years, I'm speaking through experience now, that there would oppression would stay. And some of the basic things, it's right there in, in Scripture, in, in the book of Acts, for example, which I hope we can look at in the coming months, but uh, the, it says, the apostle says, repent, be baptized, receive the Holy Spirit. And we take it for granted. I was praying many years ago for a lady who had gone through a lot of hurt and pain. And she told, I don't know why this keeps following me. This and I, I'm, I feel so depressed. And the key was, she was getting defeated 
wherever she, how, whatever she did. And then, duh, I said, um, did we ever, did anyone help you go through the basic steps of coming to believe in the Lord? Uh, and it says, repent, be baptized, receive the Holy Spirit. And of all things, she was a wonderful Christian, but she had never been baptized. And you may take it, oh, what is baptism? It's just a little ceremony. But to the Lord and to the devil, it is important. Because it's, remember, the shadows in the past of the children of Israel are being chased by Pharaoh's army until the Red Sea. And when Moses leads them through the sea, which is a type of baptism, then the, the demonic army of Pharaoh cannot follow them. In fact, the angels are sent to drown them, and kill them, destroy them completely. And it's a picture of our deliverance. And I personally saw, I mean, I make... Uh, to make an appointment specifically. We need to do this as soon as possible. And I personally baptized her in water and saw immediately a change. So the, the demonic army was trying to chase her until we obeyed. It was the word of God. I, you and I, we don't think better. I mean, uh, I'm not smarter than God. Are you? Is anybody here saying, I'm smarter than God. No, nope. his word is true to the, the best of our ability. If we can follow his promises, we will be able to receive more blessings than we have in the past. And on your own life, then, it's just basic stuff that Bible has said that if you want to be used to help others, make sure that you don't participate in gossip or uh, backbiting, things like that. that that's, those are basic disciplines that would help us. Uh, and uh, the trip of the children of Israel, I'm concluding here, that that trip where the children of Israel were delivered from Egypt and came into the promised land, it was a 40-day journey, but their lack of repentance and pride made, it hindered them. So the promised land provision was delayed from 40 days, it became 40 years, and then they were able to come into the promised land provision. So remember his promises. He has blessed. Remember what happens in Second Chronicles 20 when Jehoshaphat seeks the Lord and God gives him the answers. And one of the things that I love is he says, chose the praisers. The praising part of his army goes first. And then as they go, the, the Lord sends angelic power and def defeats every power of darkness in the same way. And by the way, one of the things that I, I would look at the, the people who have been 
wonderful followers of the Lord is I will often uh, ask them about their test, some of the testimony and their great story. And I would say, when did this happen? And give me some detail. And they said, I, I don't exactly remember anymore. And that's emphasized for me that if you are able to, when you get a breakthrough and a miracle, just don't take it for granted. Dance around it. Celebrate it. Praise God for it. Tell others about it. And if you can, journal it. Keep, if you can, keep a journal. Even of the smallest victories and start a little discipline like that. That's some of the things that the Lord taught me, a little secret. From way back, I started traveling and then some, on occasion traveling with their friends. I would journal and I would write down what had happened, some of the basic details. It happened on this day. This is the person who got it. This was the miracle. And uh, eventually, and over the years, it, it became, I mean, volumes. And so that's, that's how many moons ago uh, I was, the publishers themselves of Servant Publications, a wonderful Catholic charismatic publishing house called me, literally called me, said, we would have published your book. God says, you have a book. I said, all right. Bonnie, they called me and said, they have a, I have a book <laughs> and they want to publish it. And I was laughing inside saying, uh, I, how did this? And then she pointed out, all those journals you have, of the, that's all. Just put them together. And that's the book uh, the, of Only Love Can Make a Miracle was basically putting together all some of the basic fun stories of miracles and how they came about was from those journals. So I would encourage you to write them. And when you share them, I would love for you to get in the habit of uh, sharing it here, telling us um, the, there is a particular thing. I'll end with this. Um, this is the miracle stories that someone, so I will just speak it out. But they shared it Friday night of the soldiers in the Ukrainian army. And they said some really uncanny things are happening. And when we are sh being shot at, it seems like there's an invisible shield. And the bullets don't hit us, right? The bullets were deflected. And uh, that there is something beyond what we could physically explain that, and I thought, this sounds like angels are involved in this, <laughs> giving supernatural answers to our prayers. And I would journal that. I would find that journal was, it was fun to read, and I would use that. But I would have loved to have had the names of the soldiers who experienced it and saying, 
at such and such a place, we were shot at, and the bullets did not affect us in any way. But that's wonderful. So I just want to emphasize, when you get a miracle, whether it's a physical, whether when your child gets some kind of miracle, test, write it down. As you te- make sure you testify it. Because that thing, testimony, again, uh, uh, it's another teaching. But as you give your testimony in the realm of the Spirit, something is happening. It's unlocking other miracles in the realm of the glory for you. So don't just hold it inside. The more you share those miracles, the more they will multiply in your life. Make, I mean, that's why I say make a fuss about it. Dance around it. Glorify God. It may start with a small miracle. You have, the parking lot is so full you don't see it any spot. And suddenly at the right moment as you pass, someone is backing out and makes a spot for you. Now, that's, for me, I would say, that's an answer to prayer. Now, that's a minor little thing. But you go from glory to glory. Say glory to glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Let's stand for a moment. We want to agree where any one of you, how many of you have experienced on occasion a delay for you or your family? Raise your hand. Yeah. Well, we are praying right now, even today. We break and overcome in the name of Jesus the spirit of delay for your life. And where there would be any oppressive spirit hindering that answer, we bind that thing in the name of Jesus and agree with you for deliverance, for release of that blessing, breakthrough. I am laying hold of breakthrough. Say, I am laying hold of breakthrough, of for victory, for myself, for my family, for my church, for my nation. Because we, we, by the way, we need breakthrough. There, we could supply all the nations right now that are freezing, and we could supply them with gas reserves. We have right them, but we need a breakthrough because uh, there are areas. As a nation we have, and then as a family, you're going to have claim those. And I, I love praying. There are scholarships there for your children as they grow up. There are great grades for them as they give. Some of them, are, uh, you know, the spirit of fear is real. We break that in the name of Jesus. Say, in Jesus' name, breakthrough, victory. Thank you, Lord. I give you all the praise, all the thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Give him a big clap. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh Javda, visit us at javdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at one 800 730-6264.
God bless you.